You're this the Prince of the Nightlife, DJ Melly Mel. Now tuned in to the biggest Chanel Simone, April B, Fluhead, Gruhead podcast. Are you dumb? NYC the ATL. Yeah, Brooklyn, what up? What's up, y'all? Y'all know what it is. It is the Flu Hair, Grew Hair podcast. Where, where worlds collide, no matter where you reside. <laughs> I am your girl, April B. And you already know is your favorite Brooklyn baddie, Chanel Simone. And y'all, we are super excited because we have a really special guest. I know we always say really special guest. I feel like the Breakfast Club when we say that. <laughs> but we really do. No, he really pulled up for us. And I'm super appreciative of it because y'all, this man is busy. Like he's busy. First of all, we saw him on the beach, <laughs> right? Know, Living his, life, you know, getting his, his life, life and stuff. Up, right? He was out there, and then right. he and he just got back. Say that fresh <laughs> off Came tour, fresh off, uh, fresh off tour, right? <laughs> right. So y'all, we got the man, the myth, the legend. We got Kai versus Taylor. Hey, right, hold on, that. hold on. Let me get you your applause. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes, I love yes, that. Yes, I love yes. that. And, I love that. And, and, and April, you got to tell us real quick. So, I mean, he's done so much. Like, the, he has his own, it's called the luxury group, correct, right? Correct. His own, like, management firm. That's firm. Right. Um, he's worked with some of the biggest artists, Lil Baby, Polo G, Grammy nominations, millions of records sold. True. Now he's stepping into the role as president of 1501 Entertainment. So, oh, congratulations yeah, on yeah, that. Yeah, no doubt. Yes. Um, and then he came. To chill with us, so <laughs> now he's with Flu Hair Group. Say that. Now we here. Now we right. here. So Love before it. we go any further, Chanel, you want to do the honors? We're gonna do the honors, and, I, and I'm gonna say this: you could have been anywhere in the world, yeah. but you're here with us today. <laughs> like you don't understand, you know, us being a, a startup podcast, like sure. it's so important for you know people like yourself to give back, and you know, like yo, because some people be acting bougie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. oh, you ain't complex. You ain't. The, we're flu here, go here. Yeah, you can't be unattached. You still got to be attached <laughs> to the culture. Fully. So we like to start a little mess, play a little icebreaker real okay. quick. It's called First Class versus Coach. Yes, Stay sir. Down. So what that means is when, um, you're going to choose from the big, big okay. bottle right here. Okay. Our infamous okay, bottle. Shake it up, right. <laughs> right. So once you pick one, you're going to read it. Okay. And if it's, if you fucking with it, right. like, okay, it's first class. Okay. If you like, nah, it's coach. Okay. Now you're drinking water. Okay. Usually if you can't decide, you'll take a shot. Okay. Shout out to Balmade Vodka. Yes. Say that. But because, you know, you got your clear water. Right. We probably would we'll take the you. shot we'll for you. We'll take the shot for you. Yeah, okay. You. Say that. Say that. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Right. So go ahead. All right. Okay. So we pick a joint. Uh, we don't go for the one on the top. We always dig for the bottom. Right, right. Diamond in the rough. Rough. <laughs> All right. Now do, now, do I read this? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. New artist to have a manager or publisher. Which you know, one new, is new artist to have a manager or publicist? So which one is first class and which one is coach? Is having a new manager first class or having a publicist first class? And this is for someone starting. Starting off. Like which one is more important? Man, new artist starting off, you can't have a manager unless you have something to manage. So I would assume to get a PR. That's what I would always do: get a PR first. That's first class. Okay. Before you get a before you get a manager. Okay. Yeah, yeah. right. Because the purpose yeah. is going to put you yeah, in man, the position. Well, well, the reason why I say this, let me give the reason and definition yes. behind it. Because most people would say, "Hey, you need a manager." No, you don't need a manager until you have something to manage. 
So if you don't have anything to manage, what you need a manager for? Now the PR, you will hire April, you will hire Samani, Trey, whoever out there, Freshy, all Dominique, Melissa. I give all the flowers to the, you know Jen, whoever. Mm-hmm. You will hire these people, and they will get you to the red carpet. They will get you to the events and get you to the SoundClouds and the YouTubes and these things like that. So now you can say, hey, will you manage me? And somebody looks at it and says, oh, you got some numbers. You got something to manage. Sure, I'll step in. So that's the reason why PR is first class and manager is second. If you use manager first class, what can the manager do for you if you don't have anything going? Mm. Huh. Okay. Boop, 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 yeah, I'll boop. take that. All right. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's see this right here. Um, we have being popular with no music, selling or being underground with a loyal fan base. Which one is first class and which one is coach? Now, because in today's time, is you don't even know what <laughs> going on. Well, being popular with no music would be coach. Okay. Reason being is because, like, obviously you're in the music space, right? Mm-hmm. If you have no music, but you're popular. What are you getting from that popularity? Mm. You know, you have to have some substance behind it. Most people, even if they're not, you know, if they're not selling any music, they'll be selling an image to make people buy music. Mm-hmm. So if they're not selling music, that means they're not buying into you. What else would I be paying you to show up at a hosting or anything for if the people don't even want to listen to you a million times? Okay. Y'all hear that today? Right. Okay. <laughs> so being underground with a loyal fan base is first class. Okay. Reason being, I'll give you the example. Um, when you have people like currency, Didn't yeah, we, we said yeah. currency. Yeah. We literally, we literally yeah. said like that his, was our example. Yeah, they have, he they, they, low key, yes. but his fan base is no. Crazy. But this is the difference. Like you have a boogie with the hoodie. You got, uh, you know, you have, you have, you have currency. You have Brent Fias. You yeah. have artists that have like super cultural fan, like cult followings, right? Yeah. So the reason why I say that is because the local, the the, the not even local, the loyal fan base for the underground artists. There's a lot of artists considered underground because mm-hmm. they're not on the radio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean anything. You got mm-hmm. artists out there right now that's not on the radio make 500000 a month off their music. Wow. Like a Russ or someone oh, like that. Oh, that's true. Yeah, he's not on the radio. Mm-hmm. You know, he has a But big, his, his fan base he go to Cro- He go to Croatia. He goes to mm-hmm. NT anywhere. They got 20000 in the arena. Exactly. You know, what are we talking about? You know what I mean? So, yeah, here's your thing. Right? So, yeah. So, definitely first class, you know, having that loyal fan base and being an underground artist. You can sell merch you can sell more than music you can sell yourself even more when it comes to different ideas that you have it just makes everything that much better right okay and we're gonna dig into a little bit more of that because everything you saying is stuff that we really about to dig into sure of course i understand all right all right so you gotta pick again Mm -hmm. really you're gonna pick until we're done with this (laughs) because we love the definite explanation all right bad publicity or no publicity which one is first class and which one is coach first class is bad publicity the mm. reason why I say that is because, like, advertisement is what you say about yourself. Mm-hmm. Publicity is what people say about you. Now, mm-hmm. I didn't say good publicity or bad publicity. But guess what? For your music, you weren't out there. <laughs> you know, for, for your lashes, you weren't out there. Yeah. For your BBL, you weren't out there. <laughs> right? So guess what? Oh, man, she was messing with Travis Scott on the side. Now you're out now there. Now you're out there. Now so you're now out I'm going to go to Spotify and check you out and see right. what's going on. Yeah. Right. That's the society we live in right now. We live in a microwave society where everything is instant gratificational. So with that being said, it's better to play chess and activate than play checkers and stand on the side. Mm. Now, I'm not telling you to sacrifice yourself. I'm telling you there's so many different ways and routes that you don't have to sacrifice yourself. But that is where the work comes in. Gotcha. Okay. We love that. Right. I mean, there's two more. Might okay. as well. Let's okay. keep it going. All right. So um, we have managing an artist or being an artist. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the staring to the corner. <laughs> managing an artist or being an artist. Man, I don't want to be biased because, you know, like, man, I, like coaches definitely like, like, 
like I like to say first class is being an artist compared to the manager because there's a couple of different ways I want to work that right mm -hmm. because like I've I've always been taught, and I heard Russell Simmons say this too. Like it's always better to be the Mac in the back than the chump in the front. Mm. The Mac in the back than the chump in the front. You know. So with that ideology being said, you are controlling and pressing buttons, and you're doing these certain things from the background. But you also take the blame when something in the foreground doesn't go right. Yeah. So that's like the bad part of it because the management is always the first to blame. Right. You, you get the check. You're last to get the credit. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, he got me this check. You forgot about who got you the check. Yeah. But what happens is that let something go wrong. Oh, it's, it's his or her fault. Yeah. And it's like, eh, it's kind of like, you know, coach being the manager. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, respectfully, like, because the artist has to sit in first class. Mm. Like, like, like physically, yeah. physically and in a and world yeah. of, you know what I mean? Like, you just have to be in that space. Now, it becomes a problem sometimes mm -hmm. when the manager and the artist are sitting in first class. Ooh. I don't ask me why. Sometimes you got to ask an artist, how do you feel about your manager sitting in first class with you? Like, is he supposed to be in 12B? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. I think he should be up front with you as well, too. But I promise you, anybody that's managing Post Malone or a Taylor Swift, they're in, they're in a jet and first class, too. So, you know, mm. it's always the caliber of the artist. So if the artist has a manager sitting in coach, that means the artist need to make more money. Okay. Bye, 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 bye. All right. Last one. Last one. Dropping gems. Okay, in. here we go. Records versus songs. Wow, this is very special to me. So I'm gonna oh. try to I'm gonna try to sum it up. I always tell my, my up and coming, you know, creatives or even my current creatives, even management executives, even the guys that are, you know, stuck in the office in the cubicle, quote unquote, right? Mm -hmm. Um, you gotta know the difference between a song and a record. Right. Okay. So a song is something that you ride around to you and your friends and say, "Hey, man, that's cool. I love what you did, man. Man, when's it coming out?" Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a song. But the record, the record will will take you to the building. Mm. The records will cultivate a narrative that says, "Oh, he wrote, he did Buddha. Oh man, that should stay on the charts for eight hundred weeks." Mm. You know what I mean? Like, like that. That's a record, right? The difference between a song and a record is like Madonna Holiday record. Yeah, all day, right? You yeah. you listen to Boot Up record, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You look in a, you you listen to Usher and don't and waste my time, my time. Right. record. Not a song. Shout out to Vito, he wrote that record too. My one of my one of my partners and you know yeah, Vito, shout out bro. to Vito. Um, you know, so I'm always in a space where you have to understand the difference between the two. But the record is first class because the record can feed you. The song ain't going to do nothing but give you something to listen to while you go to the Publix. Mm. <laughs> now, the, now, now you do good enough with the record, you got a Publix come to you. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? And I ain't talking about Instacart neither. I'm talking about coming in the crib and they got fresh veggies and the chef up there. <laughs> right, right, all right, these bags up right. there. You understand what I'm saying? That's what a record do for you. Ask the Dream. He did Umbrella. Made 12 million. Ooh. Off one record. So, off a record. Off, off record. a record. Period. Off a record. That's Shout a record. Out to the dream. Not a song. Not a song. Yeah, record. Yeah, Umbrella's a record. Empire State. Anything that stays on the chart Charts top number. is a record. That's Billboard versus Digital. You Ooh, can gotcha. be, oh, I'm number one digital. Okay. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> I'm number one internet. I'm number nine internet. Okay, what you what are you on the billboard? Um, oh, I ain't see. I'm I, I I'm not even on that. Okay, well then, when you get on that, then we can then we talk. can have a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> You're not talking about one hit wonder records. You talking about well, a record's a record. Well, no. Well, see, one hit wonder. All right, so so one hit wonder is the artist, right? Mm -hmm. The record that they put out it just happens to be where it started and ended at for them. Now, if they were able to do another one behind that, that's when they would take the one hit wonder stigma off of them. Mm -hmm. But being as though most records that are super popular for, let's say, a minimum, well, I think a three-month period, six-month period, oh, they're, they're going to last. They're going to last. Okay, yeah, until the eighth month. And then mm -hmm. when they don't have another one, then they didn't maximize what they had going, had going on. on. So mm -hmm. that's the problem. When you get your moment, 
That's when you have to maximize popularity. Okay. You know what I mean? You have your moment. Everybody has a moment. When you, mm-hmm. what, what did you do with your moment? Mm-hmm. This is why I'm hot. Mims, he had a moment. He was supposed to be executive at a label by now. I'm just saying just working his handle. Whatever it may be. Acting. Branding. Whatever. Whatever. These, these different rooms that you couldn't get in when you were just in the studio recording with a dream. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's the reason why I just I follow up on that with even the executive side of things. Mm-hmm. Like. If I'm with 1501, not with 1501, if I'm over here at Def Jam, if I'm not with like, it's the brand. Right. You know, mm-hmm. it's the brand of cloth talk. Cloth talk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or whatever. So at the end of the day, that I'm the educator, right? Yeah. So being in that space, I've worked in all facets. Okay. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm always in a space to say, hey, let's educate, not just inform. Okay. So that's what the important part is about the record and the song. And not too many people got that definition. So you hear a lot of records that sound the same. All right. Well, y'all heard it here first. Baby, he's y'all better get y'all a record. Not a song. Not a song. Whatever we threw at him, he was like, ah, let's go. Let's go. (laughs) Love it. Let's let's give a round of applause, y'all. He survived. Well, we survived first class versus coach because we ain't had to take no shots. So I'm excited. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. All right, well, let's get into the check-in. So we already told y'all who we have here. We gave y'all the accolades, but let's talk a little bit about who Verse is and where he's from and how that shaped you into being the success you are today? Well, Verse is from New Jersey, right? Oh, okay. I'm from Essex County. Oh. You know, um, by way of Newark and South Orange and the Oranges. I've mm-hmm. lived all over those places. But, yeah, I grew up in South Orange, New Jersey. You know what I mean? Home of a lot of different great people. Them Tumes, you know, um, the Shirelles, like, you know, so mm-hmm. many people. with mm-hmm. Lauren Hill. Mm-hmm. Like, all of us lived around each other. So, we were, like, a really, really, really creative community, even though we were a small African-American community in a big White, white neighborhood, you know right, what I mean? right. Jewish mm-hmm. white neighborhood, but we understood one another because everybody had a little something. Yeah. So in any event, um, I'm from Jersey, um, Essex County. Like I said, I grew up, you know, in Jersey. Everything that I have, like when I came up, maybe by the time I was 20, 21, then I came to Atlanta. Mm. You know, and I came to Atlanta and I was visiting family for years down here in Atlanta. So I was coming back and I was born here, believe it or not. Whoa. I'll tell you what, so my mom was in medical school at the time. Okay. And she was about to have me. And she was, and at the same time, she was down here speaking at a conference. So she ended up having me down here. You know oh, wow. Saying? It was on time. It was on time. Like, it was, a, like, a little bit early. Like, she expected to make it back to Jersey first before the water right. broke and everything. Like I know she was like, should I take this? Comp- Come on. Let's yeah, go. she went down to get the check. Mom's always been business. <laughs> okay, you know? period. You know, real, business so first. Line, so, yeah. you know? so I was born here in Atlanta, Georgia, Georgia Baptist, which is Georgia, which is formerly Georgia Baptist. And um, anyway, then I went back up top. Okay. So that's where, like, yeah, my roots she just came dropped off. There, Whoop, yeah, like, come on. Like, right, it's time to go back up top. Back home. <laughs> you know? But, yeah, I'm from Jersey, for sure. Newark, New Jersey, Brick City, to the death of me. That's just what I represent. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, yeah, like, all the greats. I come up with Red Man, Artifacts, The Outsiders, Rod Digger, Pace One. Ooh. You know, uh, uh, Young Z, Den Time. I hope y'all listening the to these names. Yeah. The and, 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 you know, one of my mentors was Diamond D from, you know, from the founder of Digging in the Crates. Okay. You know y'all saying? hear Whatever. these names. Big, you know, that's Big L, Showbiz, AG, mm-hmm. Fat Joe. You know what I mean? Buck Wild. So, any of, any of them, he was one of my mentors because he lived in South Orange as well. Okay. You know, around the corner from my mom in an area called Newstead. Queen Latifah lived there. God bless the dead. Chris Lighty lived there. Lauren Hill lived up there. Dang. Everybody lived in this area, affluent area. In any event, though, I was going over at his house. He taught me how to count bars when I was like 17, 18. Like, you know, and I was mm-hmm. a rapper back then. That's where I started off in my career as an artist. That's why I got the tattoo over here, say verse. Okay. okay. Got so, the tag. Yeah, so, okay. so that's why I know the difference between a song and a record. Okay. So, yeah, definitely from Jersey. 
We love to see it. So you gave us the check-in. So much going on at a young age, too. Sure. Anytime we talk to somebody in the music industry, it's always that mentor at like 13, 14. Sure, coming yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, coming up. I had, I had a great mentor uh, when I was 13. His name's uh, Bernard Alexander. Still okay. one of my mentors. Yeah, he, he founded the Fugees and um, wow. 50 Cent and a bunch of other acts that's out there. And he's still active more on the executive side now than ever. But, you know. Um, that's what one of my one of my mentors coming up since I was thirteen. He and Eric Sermon are best friends. So okay. my, my, my really good friend, uh, well not really good friend, my really good family member, Misa, you know, um, you know, was Puffy's first baby mom. Yeah. Right? So Justin's mom. So like I was around, you know, those times. You so, know, he was around. in the trenches yeah, in the He was with little Kim Kim Crunchy. Crunchy. Yeah. No, he was really yeah. out yo. Yeah, Misa baby shower was crazy. I was oh, like 13. He went to the oh, baby I was the only guys there at the baby shower. I was a kid. So oh. I was brought over to New Jersey. I met Mary J. Blige. She was just, you remind me, Mary. She had the flannel on Real talk. So this was back then. This was really inspired me to get into the business. This music. was hip hop, oh, y'all. Yeah. Hold on, we have history sitting oh, here. Oh like, yeah, oh God, stop. I was there. And it's the yo, stop playing. Yeah. Like, yeah, right there. I'm talking about Christmas parties with Redhead King, Redhead King son in the, in the hallway, and Biggie and, and Puff in the, in the back bedroom with, with Faith and C's and me. We watching the Nick game on a 20 inch. On and my, you were on my like mama. 14, 15. Yeah, 14, 15, 94, 95. Wow. I can tell you when, when Total first came out, and I walked in the bad Wait. boy office, and I was like, "Can't you see what is what is this video right? This shit hard right here. <laughs> so, you know, all white." on and all that it was just no, different honestly this is history and I have one question because I mm. love like how was that feeling knowing like you knew Biggie like you were yeah. there like yo it's crazy because when I first met when I first met Biggie right I had walked in the room it was the first time I ever met him I met him at Mises apartment right in mm -hmm. New Rochelle I had walked upstairs it was a Christmas party I walked upstairs at my mom's of course we drove over there from Jersey you know what I'm saying or whatever because her best friend was Mises mom's Oh, Still, okay. You know what I'm saying? It's like my godmother. So that's how we come relations since I was in the womb and went to college together. In any event, walking up, going into the bedroom, Biggie sitting right there. When I walk in the room, he got a, I remember like it was yesterday, he had a white, like a polo, like I mean, white coochie sweater on, mm -hmm. real thick sweater with some corduroys and some polo boots. And that's the first time he looked up with no sunglasses on. I was like, what's up, Playboy? And his eye was everywhere. I'm a kid. I didn't know anything about that. You know what yeah. I mean? Whatever. And it kind of wigged me out. I was like, oh, shit. Like, okay, what up, though? Like, I didn't say nothing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I just kept moving. I sat down and I was sitting next to little C's. Puff was sitting up there in the director's chair. Faith was on the bed behind us, just like passed out from a long studio session, but still wanted to attend the function. Gotcha. Mind you, you know how we used to party in the right, town. Yeah, we all party in the bedroom. Thirty niggas in the bedroom. Yeah. So that's how that's how that came about, and you know that was history for me. You know then because I remember Puff at the same time. This is why I could never knock Puff's work ethic, right? Because mm -hmm. I watched him as a youngin when I was young, two ninety two, ninety three, ninety four. He had a Lincoln Town car. Mm -hmm. If you ever see this, he's gonna be like, oh shit. Now watch this. He had the Lincoln Town car with the with the with the top hat. He always used to wear like a derby, right? Watch mm -hmm. this. During the day, he had a driver. You know what I'm saying? During the night, he driving. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Meanwhile, Biggie and them riding big land cruisers and all that. He wasn't doing that. He was driving the Lincoln. Mm -hmm. Wow. So niggas try to talk about Puff doing this and doing that. Yo, bro, I watched Bro take sacrifice. He might have had a driver during the day, but at nighttime, he was driving that Lincoln. Mm. He wasn't driving the land cruiser. Biggie and Faith had that. So, you know, I mean. Different sacrifices thing. to make sure that the, the boat keep going. That's it. That's Baby, what I'm saying. Period. Mm -hmm. Dang, I feel like our question's stupid as hell. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> 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 you know, but you know, it's crazy because we just never know. Like, obviously, we invited you here because sure. we were networking sure. and. 
I'll tell you guys, I met you when I did the interview for Collision on the PJ way. Oh, for sure. And, yeah, 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 yeah. And Big shout out Collision. I didn't know what to expect. This was my first ever like interview with somebody big yeah, in the industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were so nice and considerate. No I doubt. mean, it was cold outside. He was like, sit in the car, like, right. do you need some water or yeah, whatever? We're on the runway. And yeah. we, we he was like, Give me your Instagram, like let's stay connected yeah. or whatever. And he was he has been the same since I met no him. Doubt. So to know that you have all this history behind. Behind you is like it's different. It's, it's different. different. It's, different. it's different. like, yo, give yeah. give you your flowers Thank for you. real. I appreciate right, that. Right. Well, I mean, you ask me any of the questions on there, it's cool. I mean, we'll make it a cool, a cool question. It won't sound uncool. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know, we the sauce so separately, so you look, know, we add the sauce to it. Okay, it's not the end up, you heard? So it's good. You want to go, Chanel? <laughs> yeah, look at me. Um, which one? <laughs> well, well, you we know, clearly we know how how you got into music. Yeah. Okay. Great rundown. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So from there, mm -hmm. how did you get into Okay, let me ask this. Mm -hmm. I was going to ask, how did you get into artist management? But I always mm -hmm. love to know the journey to it. So what sure. was you doing prior, or what did you want to do? Like, was music always your thing? Did you want to be a doctor, lawyer? Like, what? Yeah, well, with me, it was always cars or music. Cars and music. Okay. I, love, I love cars. When I was growing up, I was like a car guy. Like, yo, I love cars, Ferraris, Porsches, da da da, da. Yeah. I was a kid growing up like that, and I knew I would either do something in cars or music. My mom was, was in the medical field, so I knew I really didn't necessarily want to do that because I always look at the slides and people had cancer, and I'm like, I don't want to look at that. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, whatever, but cars or music. So, you know, um, coming up, you know, I had a... Um, I played the saxophone coming up, right? Yeah. So my mom's had me in the band heavy, but I had separate lessons as well. So Ooh, Kenny, shout you, out you know to mama. Yo, yeah. your mom is yeah, a you know. so she's so nah. Your yeah. mom, everybody touching with Biggie. Yeah, is, is, yeah. But yeah. no, his mom is an OG. Yeah, for sure. Made sure her baby yeah. wasn't gonna be one of nah. them regular you know, ass. Only child. Nah, only child. Uh, 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 but we said it with them black, only with them black mothers. Yeah. Get that, I mean, I played water polo. I fenced. You know what I'm saying? Like I did all these different things growing up. You know, I went to St. Benedict's. It's crazy because me and um. Man, it's crazy. Uh, me and uh, what's my man's name? Uh, AJ um, from AD, from One Hundred Six in Park. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, Al Calloway. So Al Calloway. Yeah. His name yeah, is yeah, Al Calloway yeah. Junior. Yeah. So, so I actually grew up, I went to grow up with him. Him and I went to St. Benedict's Preparatory School for boys. Mm -hmm. He we shared the same homeroom, even though he's like five or six years older than me. Him and I shared the same homeroom. So it was crazy to see him in the business no. years later with the 106 in Park. And I was like, wow, he was on a fencing team with me. Like, I didn't even know he liked us. Like, wow. You know, like, I mean, you know, it's cool. It's just like, you know. Yeah. But, but, but like being in those extracurricular activities, like, you know, even playing the saxophone, how I got really good at it was because I learned how to play the Kenny G album. The first album that came out in 86. If y'all don't know who Kenny G is, you better. And a lot of people don't know. Kenny G is the one that founded Starbucks. Mm-hmm. You know that he gave he gave Howard the first uh, seed investment. Wow! Starbucks, so he's over a hundred million dollars. So he's up. So it's all good. Um, but yeah, Remind so that's how I got to get your autograph, right? <laughs> Please don't forget about us, little people. Uh, not, at all, not at all. No, I got you. Dang, I got if we would have known, we would have had some champagne nah, or something nah, nah, like. It's good. It's good. Nah, it's good. We can keep rolling. You know all right, right, right. Okay, so let's talk about artist management, right? Mm -hmm. Because you you were obviously doing music, mm -hmm. then you moved into artist management. Sure. What makes a person want to have a career in artist management? Because you actually, well, 
where I come from, I come from an artist space. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it made it different for me and more passionate for me because I knew what the artist required. Like I know what I required. I know as an artist and a rapper how I wanted to move around. I know the different conversations that I would like to hear or different things I wanted to be a part of. Like that's how it made me want to be a manager. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, man, nah, let me take care of that. I could do this. I could do that because I know how it's supposed to feel. Like your writer, what you need on there. You know, now nah, we need car services, bro. We don't play none of this. You know, it's just certain mm-hmm. things that we go about doing things and I know how artists want to be. So that's the reason why a lot of producers and writers and all that came to sign with me because they was like, yo, I fuck with Cloth. Mm-hmm. Cloth got the sauce. Cloth, Cloth, he on that shit. I, he talked that talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it also comes with definition. Mm. My conversation comes with a fabric. Mm. So that fabric is something that you can kind of touch on. Cotton, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whatever it may be, you can touch on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 like Braille. Mm. Most conversations, 85% of them in the world are empty. So they give you a smooth surface. There's nothing there. Mm-hmm. Right, like air. Right, like it's, it's just like air. You're grabbing the air, there, cherry picking. Nothing. So, mm-hmm. so with me, I wanted to be the manager that knew things about the publishing, that knew things about road management, that knew things about recording, that knew things about how they're supposed to sound, how pictures should look. You know, very important to me. Yeah, you know, right. and that and that and that's where, that was the reason what what gravitated me to be a manager, like coming from the artist space. But any manager that's great should always want to look out for the artists first as if they are the artists. Right. And then you from Jersey. Like, come on. Yeah, you gotta, Yo, one thing, as April and I become, uh, well, we are business women, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes we catch ourselves, like, how do we ask? Yo, I had to say, yo, we're from Brooklyn. Yeah, like, <laughs> like no there's no card. way we, we should, should be hiring you. We should be like, yo. Uh-uh. No, we What's, ain't doing all of that. Give, yeah. This is what we yeah, want. Yeah, I was facts. like, yo, we from Brooklyn. Like, yeah. why are we even... Um, why are we doing this? Why are we doing yeah, this? Yeah, so yeah. anytime, just hearing you talk and, and, you know, people be like, oh, it don't matter. We from up No, I'm from Atlanta. No, it's no, really it's that, that, that up north that, that, hustle. That like, yeah. I'm telling you, every time you meet somebody from up north, they always got money. You know, they got yeah. it. Yeah. 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 something on them. Always. Oh, yeah. 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 But they got it. But they got yeah. it. Or if they don't have it, they know how to uh, talk you choke themselves into getting it. Yeah, facts of the world, big right. facts of the world. So that's why, like you know, being in our space and how we operate, sometimes people can, you know, I don't know, like point to it as aggression mm-hmm. because we come from such a hostile environment. Mm-hmm. I think most of the time people are always ultra sensitive about things of pressure. When I say that, like, you know, we move around a little different because it's the city that never sleeps. It's mm-hmm. New York, yeah, it's Jersey, it's Connecticut, jungle, yes. Philly, all of that, right? So it's like the ideology that, hey, this dude talking fast. Hey, maybe I need to pay attention. No, what you need to do is just really listen clearly, mm-hmm. right? Because they're saying it clearly. You talk to any New Yorker, anybody from the town, yeah, it might be a lot of da-da-da-da-da, <laughs> but if you listen, they're saying some real shit. Yeah. Now, the ones you want to get to slow down, like, I can slow down and speak to you eloquently like this. And give it to you clearly, and then you'll think I'm conning. Mm-hmm. But I'm not conning. I want to give it to you so you can completely understand me mm-hmm. in a, such a cellophane way. Mm-hmm. Let me provide a little bit more color. <laughs> Stop Cellophane. playing with him. Uh, the, uh, you know, the, the cellophane conversations that I look to have are all based upon transparency. Mm-hmm. I like to be clear. So if there's $800,000 on the table and you do three hundred, you need to know that. Mm. Right. So if it happens and the check gets cleared, here's your three hundred. Yeah, You can't make a deal after a deal. That's what they like about me. Mm. Y'all don't negotiate until it's time to negotiate. What are we talking about? We don't have anything to negotiate yet. You're just talking. You know what mm. I mean? You present the numbers and you and I can work something out from there. So that's the best. You know, that's like it's all about posture. So that's what made me want to be management. Got you. Okay, let me ask you this because mm. you've been in the game for a long time, mm. obviously. Sure. Um, and we see now that there's kind of like a battle between like the OGs mm. and the younger artists or mm. younger people coming up in this industry. Mm. Um, but 
you do your claw talk, mm-hmm. um, dropping gems for all artists to become successful. Why sure. do you think it's important to give people um, that information? Well, you know, that's the, the problem is that they're getting information and not getting education. Mm. So, you know, I was always put in the space that you got to teach was taught. You know, I was taught a lot of different things. Why would I hold it up from people that I'm representing? I was taught those things so that I can go ahead and inform them, mm-hmm. but we can actually make it education so it sticks to their rib. And I inform them on such a, on such a constant basis that it is education because mm. education is repetitive. Right. So, like, I can give you a Rolls Royce. Somebody can give you a scholarship to Berkeley, yeah. but you still got to come to class every day. Mm. That's the difference. I can give you a Rolls Royce, but you still got to come back and get it maintenance. This is not Jiffy Lube. <laughs> you know? This is not 15 you know, minutes or less. It's not that. No, you had to leave the car for a little bit. Right. It'll cost you about a thousand dollars. Yeah, you know, not one twenty. You know, it's a it's a level Trying to, to cut it. corners. corners. Yeah. yeah, and every time you every time you take a shortcut, I've learned in life that you get cut short. Yes, right, right. So right. you know, you have to be mindful about that. Right, and I know sometimes I get it. You got cut a little corner. Yeah, oh, I, I, I understand you got to cut the corners, and I get that. Right, but the thing about cutting the corners is that you have to realize that when you cut the corner. You got to have the right shoes or the right tires to go around it. Mm. Now, if you're not prepared, don't go shaking the wagon. Oh. You know, because that shit get like this when it's wet outside. <laughs> you know, you in the wall and all that. Right. You know what I mean? So, you know, you want to be mindful of that. You know Definitely. I mean? Yeah, very much so. Right. So, this is the question we all want to know, right? So, we know you have your own brand, the luxury sure. group. Sure. And this has been beyond the success of artists. Sure. But now you're the president of some will call the most controversial record label, <laughs> right? <laughs> if you don't know, as we stated, 1501 Certified Entertainment. Yeah. Now, talk about how that happened. Because lately, mm-hmm. um, you know me, I, I, I be on the internet. We're sure. Everybody's in the blogs. Sure, Everybody's in the We're blogs. And now that when you hear 1501, mm-hmm. A lot of people is calling it the oh don't like don't buy like, yeah. Like, like, yeah don't sound it now. So now we just like we like yo you the president and yeah. you look like yo I don't put my I was slap <laughs> on y'all. <laughs> so I was like okay so how did you uh-huh. and we know you a smart man so clearly sure, sure. you ain't dumb right. so there's a dynamic behind right. right talk about how you got into being um, the president well, yeah well well Carl Crawford big shout out CEO Carl um. You know, Carl, I met Carl at a Javante Davis fight probably about a year and a half uh, prior to me um, joining up, right? Okay. But, you know, um, I had a big shout out to my boy uh, Rick the Negotiator and my man Mel Testament. You know, they had a photo shoot over there with, with some new artists because, you know, Mel does a lot of new, the new artists, um, new clothing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they put in all artists to take pictures and things like that. So, anyway, I ended up meeting Carl at the photo shoot again. And meeting up and exchanging numbers this time and actually going over the education of the business, Mm. the business of music. You know, we weren't so much fixated on the Meg scenario first off. It was just like, hey, man, this is how this should go and this is how that should go, right? Um, And we just started building with with, with one another and then we uh, went out to the Grammys together as well, too, and introduced him to a lot of people that he didn't know prior to, a lot of people that might have cultivated him as a monster Mm -hmm. that didn't know him at all and had to feel like, oh, man, he's really like, nah, he all right. You know what I mean? Like, it's not even like that. So Mm -hmm. with that, when I saw how the people received him and some of my other business partners as well, you know, um, because there's a lot of controversy with the label. Yeah. Me being myself, I'm a fan of hip-hop, I'm a fan of music, I'm a record guy. And a lot of the business, everyone knows me from the higher execs all the way down. So, of course, they would look like, damn, why why, why you do that? Why you just don't go over the depth? 
jam with this. <laughs> yeah. Because Carl was allowing me the flexibility to do what I needed to do to, to, to reshape and help him restructure the label gotcha. in such a correct way that it would be a viable source that people would want to come sign to. Mm-hmm. You know, because I wanted to change the mantra. So, you know, in that space, I, you know, hired one of the guys that I had working for me at the luxury group. And I went ahead and put, put him over there as artist development director and then my other partner jen's the guru who does my digital for luxury i went ahead and a bunch of other people and put him over there at 1501 and okay. also trey duran put him shout over out there to trey that's yeah. our boo you know we, shout out to we, trey. we, we trey. love trey yeah yes. so we put trey so so i actually you know i called trey and asked him i said hey man this is what i'm doing over here would you like to be a part of it mm-hmm. you know and he and you know he definitely was like yeah man i definitely take a day to think about it man i get back to you he got back to me said yeah this is something that i would like to do so i'm empowered so i want to empower Mm-hmm. So, you know, I put them in, in position. Even after I'm gone, I want them to still be elevating. Right. You understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, that's the whole purpose. Like, you know, who you know will get you there. And then what you learn while you're there will determine how long you're able to stay. He played a Trump move. Trump knew who to it put, put in office. office. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. he did it for the good. Yeah, definitely. And wanted, you're right. And then he did wanted it for the good. Want to put people in position to better their lives as well, too. Uh-huh. You know, Carl provided opportunity and stuff like that. So I thought that that was really cool. And being able to be open mm-hmm. to, to suggestions. Is really like the main, main thing, thing, you know what I mean? Right. I, especially after all the debacles that went on, yeah. you know, with the um, with, with the label, you know, I didn't want him to mistrust. Mm-hmm. So gotcha. I wanted him to have people that he know he could trust. Exactly, that was the biggest thing. So that's how I ended up getting over there, and I actually had a conversation with him about structuring the label, and then we went from there. He loved my blueprint, and then you know, here we are today. Let me ask you a question, right? Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of people forget that Carl comes from baseball. Sure. And Carl just so happened to be a, a guy who comes from baseball with a nice chunk of change. Sure, of course. No <laughs> and doubt. to get into the music industry. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you met with him a couple of times, but at any time were you scared to get into the like get into the same car with this yeah, man? Yeah, well let me tell you, like this is the thing too. When people know your body, like where we come from, and nobody yeah. know my body. When people know your resume and know the, the clog and the stock you cut from, it doesn't really matter which field you go play on you know okay. what I mean because they know where your interests and loyalties lie mm-hmm. above everything and mm-hmm. that's my loyalties to the business mm-hmm. above anything right I was taught by some of the best right yeah. so when I I was never shaken about going into business you know with him and, and, and not for anything it needed to be explained gotcha there was nobody on that side to explain, explain. It, and that's I mean? uh, yeah. yeah so that's why I really want to give him that 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 arsenal to be able to say hey this is what occurred with this or this is what occurred with that and be genuine about yeah. it because at the end of the day he did nothing wrong you know but just signed an artist that was uneducated about the business mm-hmm. while he was uneducated Hated about, about the business right, right. and that's so what I said that's the yeah. problem comes in so yeah. so let me share this like it's like in a space where if I sign you and you bring me a deal, a contract, and I have my other lawyer look over and I say, hey, yeah, it's cool. We all signed off on it. I understand you went somewhere, you saw the lights were bright, mm-hmm. things were going on, and you decided to negate where it started at. Mm-hmm. And it's all about how you're introduced. If they were to introduce Carl the right way with him not being there, the mm-hmm. way he wasn't there, and they had to say, hey, man, I'm signed to this amazing guy called Crawford, you know, former baseball player, great baseball player, you know, and he put up all the money. I'm yeah. signing his label. we love for you to meet him. If that would have came across, it wouldn't have been a problem. Mm-hmm. But they, he was introduced wrong. Gotcha. Yeah, why, okay, why, why, I understand why, what you're saying. Way, so, so, so watch this. So watch this. So say we got Surge on the way, right? Mm-hmm. Say you don't know him, right? And I tell you, hey, listen, I got my man Surge on the way, but you know, ain't no pressure. He ain't really doing nothing out there, but you could talk to him for a few minutes. Now you're like, uh, you know, he you're ain't like, even no, doing no, nothing. No, 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 no. no, <laughs> right. So you're going to handle him a little bit different, right? right? Mm-hmm. So, but if I say, like I just said, when I came up, I'm like, yo, 
You know, Serge come out. That's my brother. Yo, this then the third. You know, Serge like that. Ooh. Yeah. Yo, I said you didn't know him, and I'm just repping him crazy. When he comes in, you're gonna give him all the respect. You're gonna give him all yeah, the love. Like, yo, yeah, like, your name, ring, like, yeah, your name ring bells, bells, right? And that was the whole premise, and that's what happened with that scenario. Okay. He, wasn't, he wasn't introduced correctly. First of all, business one on one. Yeah. Music one on one. Yeah. Right. Everything you telling me is more so like okay. Okay. Shit, now this is this is this is how you should move in a room mm -hmm. because it's it's crazy in a sense of just like you said introducing people, just mm -hmm. things like that. Mm -hmm. So what you're saying, I know it's like mostly music, but I'm learning how to talk game. I know. I'm like, <laughs> baby, wait till our next meeting. Yeah, I'm gonna be up in there like we gonna walk in here. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I tell people, you know, it's my thing. It's all about posture, mm -hmm. you know. Right. Um, never be afraid to walk away from anything. Mm -hmm. You know, that's first and foremost. And there should be no output without income. Mm -hmm. So all my producers and writers and people like that and that nature across that scape, you know, like split sheets, okay, I can dig all of that, but not in the middle of the session. Mm. But the record should never come out without having the proper income documents. Mm -hmm. right. So that comes so with nobody handling. Get confused. Yeah, nobody get confused. So now, so now we have to have everybody in lineage, and everybody's on the same sheet of music right. because you have, you have certain record labels like Republic and Def mm -hmm. Jam. They don't let anything come out without having right. everybody's signature. So don't be on the Instagram talking about I only got paid twenty cents. No, well, don't do sir, that. you knew you that. You negotiated that when you signed you the dotted line. You saw the paperwork. You saw the paperwork. You so signed that dotted line and got clear. right. And they love to bash. I put. I wrote. Son, oh, come, come on. on, cut it out. Man. Yeah, at the end of the day, I understand you were in the room. I understand you were in the room, but you're not deserving 20 percent. Right, and and mm -hmm. this is another thing too. Mm -hmm. It's twenty twenty three. I understand back in the nineties. You know when we watched like the TLC movie. Sure, of course. Everybody was like, oh, I, I didn't know, I didn't know. Okay, cool. It's 2023. Sure, of course. And this whole, I didn't read the contract, this is still going on. Yes, all right. All right, so, like, so that's the problem. At some so, point, I'm like, all right, come on. So yeah. what y'all just going in there happy as hell? And, and just signing your name? Like, yeah, it's and crazy And then they to me. say, I had a lawyer, but okay. Okay, so what your lawyer, lawyer was doing? What, what you paid them 5% for? Because they didn't explain it to you. So, right, so this so, is, mm -hmm. so. Let's talk about the contract. Right, so, so this is the deal. So what happens is this. In deals, what what I've done and, and had a now I've always had this narrative, but now bringing it over on this side, saying, "Hey, before you actually sign, I want to go through every line with you, even if it takes five hours. Mm -hmm. That's part of it. That's part of the business. Mm -hmm. I want to educate the artists that are that are a part of the team, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, for example, like, so my my company, the Luxury Group. So we have top top tier producers, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, big shout out Ray Keys. We got mm -hmm. joints on the charts every day. Yeah. You know, Coco Jones. We got Sam Smith. Like, you know, that's, yeah. that's my bag right there. Yeah. That's my that's side your, of the boat. Yeah, that's what we do. Y'all, and that's mm -hmm. a big bag. Big, yeah, big look brand. it up. But the publishing, <laughs> brand deals, like that's what we do at the luxury group, right? Mm -hmm. So what I do is come in and say, hey, let me explain this deal, this record deal to you and how this looks, right? Mm -hmm. It's very important, right, to know how you're going to get paid. Yeah. So that means that every time your song spins in Forever 21, who pays you? Artists can't tell you that. Mm -mm, you know, every time can't. your song spins on the radio, who mm -hmm. pays you? Oh, I don't know. I think BMI, you think? You think? You think or you should know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You should know who pays you and how frequent did they pay you. You know, it's, just, it's, 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 it's a space where, you know, you have to have the education behind it yeah. so you can remember it from the back of your head. Me, myself, I know 75 million streams to go gold, 160 million streams to go platinum. I know I make $3,800 uh, uh, every million streams from Spotify. I make, I make $5,300 $5, uh, every million streams from Apple, Apple Play. Right then, if I turn around, and you do iHeart. iHeart pays seventeen thousand every million streams because they got the most radio stations, not just a DSP like Spotify, okay, Audio Mac, etc. Mm -hmm. So, adding all of that up, 
If you got 9 million monthly listeners and your records are doing 2 million streams a week, right? That's money in the bank, right? Apple Music, okay. You have to get paid through your U.S. admin company, which you have to source out and find. But most people won't know that. They're just looking, oh, man, I got 80,000 plays. Yeah, but just money right there. What you own? Yeah. So it's the education of things. When your stuff plays on satellite radio, mm -hmm. Sirius XM, Sound Exchange pays you. Mm -hmm. That's the company. Make sure you're signed up with them so you can get your check. But most would never know about it because they're not getting educated. They're just getting informed. Oh, you see, Yo. I love a man or just someone who don't stutter when you ask them for information. He, he knows. Like First of all, 5,300 at the million. Wait, now so I'm starting to count pockets. Yeah, oh, yeah, somebody yeah. said they got a million streams. They done made 5,300, yeah, 3,800. Right. Well, everybody right. knows 75-minute gold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you dumb? Are you dumb? <laughs> <laughs> Where you learn that from? <laughs> Stop playing. Did you get your, what is it, you what? From, um, sound of change. Sound, sound change. Uh -huh. Oh, from U.S. Admin. Yeah, from US Apple. Admin. Apple. Yes, yes, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, Listen. I'm not, I'm really, this is business. No, this is really business. <laughs> Stop playing. Yeah, the business of music. You know what I mean? It's, it's so deep because the music mm -hmm. business is just so top layer. And that's what everyone is educated Yo, Verse, on. give me that vibes. If somebody say, yo, Verse, Verse who? I try to play you. Oh man, man, you got me. I try to yo, yo, my body. Like I could just start getting into it. Like I just, I just humped the phone with Andy Hilfiger. What are you talking about? I mean, let's be clear. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, what are we talking about? Apples or oranges? Because I'm talking on another level. I deal with shit at the highest level, right? So I'm doing skincare lines. I'm doing all type of shit over here on the side. Like you're probably wearing it. Like it's things going on with me. You know, fragrance lines, Bacardi. Like we're doing a bunch of different things. So like in that space, but the music has taken me there. Not just the music business. But the business of music mm. So I've sat tables With people that I couldn't even fathom Sitting to these Jews With these long locks And mm -hmm. you know And they're my friends now Now I'm like Oh Okay I grew up With a lot of you Okay yeah. y'all doing Big business Okay I like that That's where the money How is. much he make Oh yeah you got me 300 million a year just something. <laughs> what oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. so pull yeah order another vodka yeah you know what I mean? Whatever. So, like in that space and you know I want to say this because whenever I come across the brother They'll look at you as competition. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Whenever, Go ahead you know, and say whenever you come across the other, they look at you as inspiration. Mm. It's crazy. You would never believe that another person that don't look like you is like, yo, I'm inspired by you. Yep. Right? But the one that look like you, be like, oh, yeah, that's what's up. You did something, man. We love that. We love to see it. That's what? Why like, we yeah, always that's got that's that crabs crabs comment. That's a crabs in the barrel, barrel mentality. Exactly. Because you got to remember the competition is at the bottom of the barrel. Mm. What they say? At at the bottom, they are, what they say? is competition. At the top, they collaborate. That's it. Exactly. They collaborate at the top and get the bread. That's the reason why success don't run in packs. Right? Mm. No, they don't. You know well, do I mean? you feel like that in a sense of with the others? Mm -hmm. Do you feel like it's in a sense of... Well, this is the culture. Like, mm -hmm. let's get their money in a sense of. Do you feel like it's like that? Like, yeah, well, yes and no. You have to understand. Like, you know, if people haven't been down that street before, they have to get a guide. Mm -hmm. So, okay, great. Who are my Who are my guides? My tokens, right? And it's like I get it. It's like okay, clearly you probably using us in a sense of to promote. Yeah, yeah. so no, no. So while you're doing that. Yeah. Pay me, Pay me. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but I want ownership. So, I want, I want, so, so they understand now, like to the point where he, could, like one of my one of my really really good good others came to me, mm -hmm. and he's like, hey, let's do it, let, let's do this deal for such and such and such and such. I got NDA signed, so I can say anything. Yeah, but, yeah. But, but 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 for such and such and such and such. And listen, we'll go ahead and promise him ten million dollars in the first six months, right? And in the next eighteen months, we'll buy the company from them for fifty million. Damn. And I'll show them how to do it. 
And I was like, oh, they're going to like that shit. <laughs> yeah, because they own the company now. If you want full ownership, you're going to share in the good, you're going to share in the bad. Mm-hmm. If I ship 80,000, 850,000 units out and I lose 2 million, guess what? We lose 2 million. Right. If you like to be a partner. Mm-hmm. Then I lose two, two million. million. Mm-hmm. You don't I don't want to lose two million, right? <laughs> exactly. So, so, so you have to understand the contrast of being a partner and then being an owner. Everybody, like, I want to be an owner. Yeah, you could be an owner, but be a partner with some ownership, right? And before we get into our quick last segment, mm-hmm. so April and I, like I said, we're journalists. Mm-hmm. We're the next media moguls. Sure. You know, we're all of that. Yeah, we're sure. claiming. And it. one thing that you talk about is you could speak from a creative point of view mm-hmm. or artist. It, mm-hmm. you, you're not just stuck with, you right. know, artists. It's various, various it, it definitely varies. And especially right. in today's society, you need them influencers, content sure. creators. They, they bring it in bank more than these artists. Percent. Yeah, the brands. It's all about brand. Brand right. over belief. Right. So mm-hmm. one thing about us, you know, we're, like I said, we're we're up and coming in a sense of like, hey, like, you need to watch out for these girls, Facts. right? I see that. So what advice would you have for us in a sense of how to move with in this industry on a business level mm-hmm. all right so like first and foremost just because they your skin don't mean they your kin mm-hmm. and i don't mean that against any of my you know my fellow african-americans i'm just saying like you know we so quick to say yo that's my brother we so quick to say that sis you know and then you have to understand that everybody in the in the world is an opportunist all right mm-hmm. even myself yourself april and that's a that's fine mm-hmm. because we live in the land of not the free, no, the money. Land of. Oh, my God. We're opportunists because we live in the land of. Oh, April, opportunity. Oh, opportunity. Oh, okay. I'm like, April. Okay. I'm like, it's not right, the free. Right, right, right. So, oh, my God. So, so like, it's supposed to be more opportunity. So, so we live in the land of opportunity. Right, that's okay. So, so, so you, she had your back. So, 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 we, so we're opportunists, so we live in the land of opportunity, right? So it's nothing wrong with that. You just have to exercise who you give the opportunity to. Mm. And not for nothing In you guys line of work And just being in this business of music You have to align yourself with the proper relationships That's the main thing Get your alliances correct Once you get your alliances correct You'll always survive in this business Most people who don't survive in this business They don't have great alliances Why I've been allowed to sustain and be successful Is because of my alliances Not just 1501 I can leave tomorrow And I can, I'm still cloth Mm-hmm. I'm still the same person you call for an interview. You yeah. know what I mean, or whatever. So what happens is that a lot of people, when they take that sheet off them, the Def Jam sheet, or mm-hmm. the Edisco, they There's become nobody. nothing, right? You right. know, because the difference is they were nobody before they jumped in that sheet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. in any event, I would always tell you guys to stay steadfast, always stay dedicated and driven. Practice the four agreements. Yes, yeah, yeah, you practice the four uh, yes, agreements. Uh, we, oh, I, do your best. Yes. Okay, all right. Four agreements. If you don't know what they are, you're going to know before the end of the night. We're going to read the book. Okay, please. Right? So if you don't ever take nothing personal is the number one thing. thing. Mm -hmm. This business, don't take it personal. Remove the emotion and replace it just with motion. Oh, okay. April, no. What's my favorite line? I said shit out you. No, my bitch wants say that all the time. No, yo, 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 well, let's get into some fun okay. stuff because you done dropped so many gems. I hope y'all was paying attention. Let's do our baggage claim. Okay. So baggage claim is pretty much what baggage you coming with, whether it's good or bad. Mm-hmm. We're going to get into your business a little okay. bit. All right. So we recently saw you pop out on the gram with a little uh, loving hip hop star, Miss Carly Rae. Okay, yeah, yeah. Look, that's Bay. That's Bay. Yeah. He said that's 
Soleil. That's it. Yeah, you know what? Carly Red, she from Trinidad. I'm from Trinidad. So shout out to my Trini girl. Yes. Tell us how y'all first met. Well, you know, I was crazy. I was actually, man, we met while I was meditating. Ooh, I'm going to tell ooh. you something. So this is what happened. I was trying to clear my hard drive one day. So I took one of the drives and cars, went up to the mountains, whatever. So one of my one of my really, really good friends, and she's also a, a lifestyle manager, uh, Janice, a.k.a. Jen. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. Mm-hmm. You probably know Jen. Jen Johnson? Yes. Jen Johnson. Okay. okay. So, yeah. Shout so, out to Jen. So, so yeah, shout out to Jen. So Jen Johnson called me and was like, yo, my friend wants to meet you. And I want to meet you with my friend. I was like, yo, who is that? <laughs> you know what I mean? And she told me Carly Red. I was like, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm looking for love, too. But I don't know about that. <laughs> You know what I mean? Or whatever. And she was like, no, 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 Wait, no, so you. wait. Was this a business meeting or she trying to hook y'all no, up? No, just hook us up. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, she bold, yo. Come meet my friend. Period. They called me like, yo, my friend, like, you know what I mean? And I was like, all right, well, all right, Jen, go ahead. So let me call her. If you guys don't vibe, it's no problem. Mm-hmm. So anyway, called the three-way and we talked briefly. Oh, this like high school. Yeah. Remember when you couldn't, you had call to call your way. friend yeah, and yeah, then yeah. they had to call yeah, like. Yeah, you called three-way. I called three. She actually called the three-way and then we had a really good conversation and then I called her sidebar. You know, she gave me the number, whatever, called a sidebar. And then we just hit it off. We went to dinner like some days later. And then after that, we was just stuck together. Mm, you know wow. what I mean? And, and because I don't know the energy. It was more so based upon the energy. She from New York, too. Mm-hmm. She a go-getter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She bought her business. 100%. Yeah, Carly going to have a hustle. Yeah, yeah. all day. Like, mm-hmm. and, then, and then her and I together, like, we formed a business together and everything now. So it's like, you know, we, we, we get Wait, checked. Wait, so in. how long ago was this? <laughs> Before oh, about, about four months. Oh, okay. I'm like, I'm going last week. Yeah, 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 Two business-minded people mm-hmm. always come up with some type sure. of business. Yeah, well, you know, she said to me, she was like, yo, I want to help you be the best you. As you should. And I made that, like, like, she said that to me when she first met me. And I was like, damn. I was like, you know, ain't no, you know what I mean? I, I, I like that right there. That mm-hmm. was a good vibe. She's just been in my corner, my number one fan. And then I've been her number one fan as well, too. And it's like, you know, we just come back from St. Croix. We had an amazing time over there. Um, worked with some play. And I thought it was really dope. You know what I mean? So, yeah. But in any event, yeah, that's Bay right there. You know, we, we, we attached that to hip for sure. All right, so we know it's always a stigma when it comes to dating, especially reality stars. Sure. Or not even a reality star, just it, anybody in the industry. Anybody yeah. in the industry. Sure, of course. So, were there any hesitation mm-hmm. at first? Yes. On your end? Well, I'm going to tell you yes and no. So, no, because she wasn't in my lane. Like, mm-hmm. I never wanted to date uh, another music executive that worked for Interscope or gotcha. somebody that's an A&R. Like, I don't want to talk about work at home with okay. somebody else that works in the same business. Mm-hmm. Now, she's in the media business. And mm-hmm. she's also a brand that has a, a, a cast of wide net, right? Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, I'm in the branding business, mm-hmm. you know, as well. We can speak about that. But she don't have to speak to me about music business, even though she's an artist. And I help her out any way that I can when mm-hmm. it comes to that as well, too. So, the hesitation came from... Love and hip-hop scenario, right? Yeah. I didn't watch Love and Hip-Hop for the last four years. Okay. So that's what helped me, you know what I mean, say I ain't tripping. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. I've been watching it and stuff like that. In you my probably, yeah. Yeah, you know, so I still don't watch the show. Even though I'm on it, I still don't watch the show. It's coming up and I, listen, I got to support my lady. You heard me? So, <laughs> you know, so, so, so I'm on it, but I still don't watch the show. You know what I mean? Yo, I, I can see so him now watching it. it. Yo, why you, why you talk to Spice like that? Yeah. Oh. Big, yo, big shout out, yeah, big shout out <laughs> Spice too. Like, I was managing. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was about to, I was like working on managing her and then, you know, and then her and the Carly situation. <laughs> I had to choose love over Whoa. money. Oh, so, you know, 
okay. Yeah, that was, was a, a big incident. incident. Yeah, right, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, so that was a thing. You know? All right, well, he yeah. said that's bae, y'all. So, yeah. first off, we want to say thank you so much yeah, for coming sure. to chill with us. Oh, like, honestly, we didn't know. We knew we were going to get the gems because obviously yeah. call talk, but we didn't know we were going to get all of that, y'all. That was million dollar worth the game right yeah. there. Right, um, right, right. So, tell everybody where they could follow you, where they could get in touch with yeah, you. Yeah, follow me on all platforms, Thread, TikTok, Instagram, Fate, no, no Facebook. Facebook for your mama. So show us go follow me, Club Talk on Threads, TikTok, and Twitter, which is now I guess X. Yeah. On all platforms, Club Talk Versia O T H V R S E. Right. First, are you even a social media person? Like Yeah, like I don't bang up Twitter and all of that every day. I don't. Like I'm gonna be honest with you. Instagram is the most you get out of me. So you'll find me on Instagram a lot, like on the stories and all of that. But other than that, like Twitter and this I don't Snapchat I, I don't do nothing Even TikTok They say I should do more TikToks I don't Okay so, right, right, okay. right. let the artists do that That's how we go Yeah up. you good That's how we go all the way up But you already know It yeah. is your favorite Brooklyn baddie Chanel Simone Make sure you follow me On all social media platforms Except Facebook Like he said <laughs> I am Chanel Simone And y'all know who it is It's your girl April B Your favorite media maven Y'all can follow me at It's April B underscore underscore On all social media platforms Not Facebook <laughs> Alright y'all This concludes this episode Of Flu Here Grew Here Make sure y'all tune in Every Wednesday 8pm On all streaming platforms For new episodes nice. And We'll be back next week for the next one. Thank you so much. Yeah. 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 Out of here.